Welcome to People's Church today for our Get Smart series. It was in 1989, me, my older brother, Scotty, and my dad were driving on some country roads right outside of Wewoka. My dad, as I was growing up, he had a lot of cattle, so he had around 100 head of cattle or so that uh, we were taking care of, that he owned, and all the pasture land and all that kind of stuff. And so we were out there taking care of the cows and all the things that go along with taking care of cattle. And as we were driving on those country roads in 1989, my brother was driving my dad's truck, and the next thing I know, my dad began to black out. He, he blacked out, went unconscious, came back too. He, he blacked out again, went unconscious and came back too. And we thought, something is wrong with dad. So my brother drove me and my dad to we wo- the Wewoka Hospital. This is back in the day when Wewoka had a hospital. That's a whole nother sermon, all right? But we had a hospital back in those days and drove him to the Wokeham Hospital. And as my dad, they started to check my dad out, they began to realize my dad had had a heart attack. And so they metaflighted my dad from Wewoka to Oklahoma City because it was serious and he needed surgery. And so had surgery, they unclogged those, those arteries, those, 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 those valves in his heart and told him, Mr. Cooper, you got to change your eating. You got to change your habits. And my dad just kind of grew up in all of his adult years just eating fried food and fast food and fried food and fast food. And then my dad was a heavy smoker. And then he had just recently stopped smoking and he stopped cold turkey just boom, just stopped one day. And because of the bad eating and stopping smoking so quickly, his body, his heart just, man, he just had a heart attack and found himself in a bad, bad situation. The doctors, you got to change your eating habits. My dad did not change his eating habits. And in the mid nineties, he had another heart attack and found himself in the heart hospital. And this time they didn't clean out the arteries, the, 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 the valves. They actually replaced the arteries of the, the valves there. And so they could get, get help his heart to function properly. And I still don't think my dad has changed his eating after two surgeries on his heart. Daddy, I love you. Stop. Put down that bacon right now in Jesus name. But you know what I learned at an at a early age, watching my dad go through these heart attacks? I learned at an early age how important the heart really is and that I needed to take care of my heart. So I try to watch what I eat. I, I'm trying to, be, try to exercise regularly. I, I try to do my best, but I must confess to you last night, my family and I went to a hamburger joint and I had a hamburger last night, just last night. And come on, I had to put some bacon on that bad boy. Come on, who loves bacon on your hamburger? Come on, somebody. I got to have bacon on my hamburger, and they say that mustard is more healthy. I don't want mustard. Give me some mayonnaise. Come on, where the mayonnaise lovers at? I got some mayonnaise on that bad boy, and then I have some onion rings. Where the onion ring lovers? Don't give me no fries. My family had fries. I had onion rings just last night. But I know I justified it because that morning I put 30 minutes on the elliptical. You know what I'm saying? So I deserve that fried hamburger. That's what I'm talking about. I don't eat like that all the time. I try to watch what I eat because I know how important my heart 
is. And as we continue our series, Get Smart, I want us to learn and understand that Proverbs teaches us how to avoid having a spiritual heart attack. A spiritual heart attack is when our heart gets full of bitterness and sin and hatred and greed and lust and envy and lying and rage and deception. And then our heart causes our life to implode. Jesus said it like this in Matthew chapter 15 and verse 19. For out of the heart, come on, at all of our locations, those joining us online, everybody shout, the heart. For out of the heart, check this out, come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. You see, an unhealthy heart will cause you to have a spiritual heart attack. And then what happens, your life implodes and you find yourself in God's hospital needing emergency heart surgery because of all that's transpired in your life. But I want you to understand that you and I can prevent a spiritual heart attack. And from the book of Proverbs, I want us to learn I want us to learn how you and I can prevent our spiritual arteries from clogging up and having a spiritual heart attack. Matter of fact, as we go through the book of Proverbs, we're just pulling out some of the major themes in the book of Proverbs. And one of the major themes in this book is the heart. If you just study the book of Proverbs, you'll notice it focuses a lot on the heart. And I want you to understand something that... We have to really, really, really understand the importance of our heart. And I want to use for a key, a theme verse today, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number 23. That's going to be our, our, our theme verse. Listen to what it says, Proverbs 4 verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Notice our theme verse, above all else. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So when Solomon, the writer of Proverbs says, he, when he says guard your heart, he's referring to the inner core of a person. The, our thoughts, our emotions, our desires, our will, the, the choices that make us who we are. And Solomon, the wisest man who has ever lived, he knew that there are diseases and disorders that can affect our physical heart and that can shorten the, a person's life and cause them to die prematurely. He also knew that there are diseases and disorders that can affect our spiritual heart and destroy a person's life. So he says, above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, the, the condition of your heart has to be a top priority. There's actually nothing more important than the condition of your heart. So goes your heart, so goes your life. And we know this in the natural. That's why when we go to the doctor, when something's wrong with us, or we go for an annual physical, that's why one of the first thing the doctor does or the nurse does is check out our heart. Check out our pulse, check out our heart rate, make sure that our heart is functioning properly because so goes our heart, so goes our life. And this is also true in the spiritual realm. So goes our spiritual heart, so goes our life. 
He said, Pastor, why is the condition of our hearts so important? Why would he say, above all else, guard your heart? Why is it so vital? Well, he goes on to tell us that everything flows from our heart. Everything. The good things that your life produces comes from your heart. The bad things that your life produces comes from your heart. Jesus said it like this in Luke chapter 6 and verse 45. He says, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For, for the scripture says, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. What come, what's in your heart will come out and show up in your life. Proverbs says it like this in Proverbs 27 verse 19. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Whatever you're seeing produced in your life is a byproduct of what's in your heart. The good things that you're seeing your life produce is coming from your heart. The bad things that you are seeing your life produce is coming from your heart. So Proverbs teaches us, you and I got to guard our heart so we don't have a spiritual heart attack and we get this when it comes to our natural life. You and I know if we eat hamburgers every day, if every day you eat hamburgers and you're always at Burger King and McDonald's and you're at five guys and just every day just eating hamburgers, water burger the next day. You're just hamburgers and fries. And, and then you always, when you take a break from hamburgers, you're eating pizza. Just pizza. Want some pizza. And then you're having cupcakes every day and cake and ice cream. And come on, some of you got cake and cupcakes Stashed under your bed. Come on, come on. I need a, I need a night snack and getting a Twinkie out. I right, got, got chocolate in your joys when you're brushing your teeth. Let me get some chocolate. And if you live like that every day, you know that your, your arteries are going to begin to clog up and you're going to have some heart issues. And so you have to guard what you put in your mouth. And it's the same thing with our spiritual heart. We've got to guard our heart. We've got to guard our heart because so goes our heart. So goes our life above all else. Guard your heart. You say, Pastor, how in the world do we guard our heart? Well, that's what we're going to study for the next few moments together. We're going to look at the verses that precede this verse 23, verse 20, 21, 22. And then we're going to look at the verses following that verse 24, 25, 26. We're going to see it talks about how we guard our heart. Number one is this. Guard your heart with the word of God. Guard your heart with the word of God. Let's look at the verses that precede this leading up to guard your heart. It says in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20, my son, pay attention to what I say. What you pay attention to will determine the direction of your life. Are you paying attention to God's word or, or does culture have your attention and the secular having your attention or your friends have your attention more than the word of God? And it says this, turn your ear to my words, to, to God's word. Don't let them out of your sight. You got to pay attention to God's word. Keep them within your heart. 
for they are life to those who find them and help the one's whole body. Well, one of the ways we guard our heart is to pay attention to God's word. And you will find this theme all throughout the book of Proverbs. Pay attention to God's word. Let me give you an example in Proverbs 22 and verse number 17. It says, pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart. Notice that apply your heart to what I teach. Apply your heart to God's teaching, God's word, God's laws, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have them ready on your lips. Listen, spending time with God is how you and I keep the soil of our heart tender towards our heavenly father. And when you and I stop spending time with God, the soil of our heart gets harder and harder and harder. So goes your daily time with Jesus. So goes your heart. How are you doing with your daily time with the Lord? How are you doing in reading his word and and worshiping him and praying and spending some time with God because so goes your daily time with Jesus, so goes your heart. You gotta pay attention to God's word. How's just weekly church attendance coming? Listen, success starts on Sundays in God's house, hearing God's word so that the soul of your heart will stay tender towards your heavenly father. We wanna put God's word in you here at People's Church. We're gonna always preach from the Bible and put God's word in your heart. Listen, have you ever been to growth track? We wanna get God's word in your heart. If you haven't been to growth track, listen, week two starts next week. Get to growth track so we can get God's word in you and help you discover your God-given purpose. The word of God is so key. If we're going to guard our hearts, the psalmist said it like this in Psalms 119 and verse 11. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And some of us need to call out to God today. God, I seek you with all of my heart. I need your word, God. Give me a hunger for your word. Give me a thirst for your word. I need your word. I'm hungry for your word. I gotta pay attention to your word. We're gonna guard our hearts. We gotta have God's word in our heart. Number two is this, number two is this. How do we guard our hearts? How do we guard our hearts? Number two, guard your mouth. Guard your mouth. Notice what the next verse says after he says above all else, guard your heart because everything flows from it. The very next verse he says, verse 24, keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep, your corrupt, keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Just look at your neighbor and say, he's preaching at you right now. Go ahead, just tell him, yeah, that's, that is for you. That's for you right there. One of the best indicators of what's in your heart is to evaluate what's coming out of your mouth. A dirty heart always leads to a dirty mouth. Some of you are like, pastor, I don't know why I'm always saying that. I know. I know. Because you got some stuff in your heart that's not good. Because whatever's in your heart comes out of your mouth. 
And that's why some of you find yourself all the time complaining. Because your heart, it's what's happening in your heart. You're always criticizing. Just critical of everybody. Judgmental. Always causing dissensions and factions. Some of you just always causing trouble. Trouble follows you. Just causing trouble. Negative. Some of you hostile. Just hostile. Mean. Why are you looking at me? Just mean. Mean. Gossiping. Lying all the time. Some of you can't wait for church to be over. Can't wait to get in the hallway. Did you, did you, hear, did you hear what happened? Like, you know what she did? Yeah. And half what you said is lying. You don't know if that's true. Just lying. Cussing people out all the time. Just cussing. Just cussing. Some of you are cussing right now. Underneath your breath. Just cussing at me. Cussing. Just cussing. It's your heart. Luke chapter 6 and verse 45 says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Your words are connected to your heart. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 28 says, the heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked just gushes evil because that's what's in their heart, a guarded heart weighs its words it thinks before it speaks it's the theme in the book of proverbs proverbs 16 verse 23 the hearts of the wise make their mouths their their mouths prudent and their lips promote instruction today if you find yourself struggling with your mouth you got to get more of god's word in your heart and i knew that i was preaching this today and even yesterday, there were two different times throughout the day yesterday that I had to apologize to my family. It wasn't what I said. It was how I said it. And it's bad when you're the pastor and you know you're getting ready to preach on it. You don't mess up once, but you do it twice in the same day. In a matter of a few hours, Lord, what is in my heart to make me respond sharp like that? And you know what we have to do? Some of you need to join your pastor today and call out to a living God. Oh God, I pray, fill me with your word, fill me with your spirit, create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. The reason I'm unkind is because of what's in my heart. The reason I'm short and impatient is because of what's in my heart. Oh God, change my heart so my mouth will change. Change my heart. Guard your mouth is what the scripture says. Number three is this. Number three is this. How do we guard our heart? Guard your eyes. Guard your eyes. I'm just walking you through the text. Verse 20, verse 21, verse 22, verse 23. We just looked at verse 24. And now we're going to look at verse 25. This, this, the scripture is teaching us how to guard our heart so that we don't have a spiritual heart attack. Notice verse 25. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. One of the ways our hearts gets, get, get, gets polluted 
and, and our spiritual arteries get clogged up is by what we allow into our eyes. Our hearts can get clogged up by what we're looking at. The Bible says that what we allow into our eyes goes into our heart. Proverbs chapter number 23 and verse 26 says, my son, give me your heart. Notice that give me your heart. How do we give God our heart? What, what's one of the ways we give God our heart? Notice what it goes on to say. Son, give me your heart. How? And let your eyes delight in my ways. If God is going to have your heart, he has to have your eyes. If God is going to have your heart, he has to have your eyes. If God is going to have your heart, he has to have your eyes. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 22, he says, your eye is like a lamp that provides a light for your body. When your eye is healthy, when your, eye is, your eyes are looking at the right things, he says, your whole body is filled with light. Verse 23, but when your eye is unhealthy, your eyes are looking at all the wrong things. He says, your whole body is filled with darkness. And he goes on to say, and if the light you think you have is actually darkness. In other words, you're looking at all the wrong things, but you think you got light and you're filling your life full of light. He says, how deep that darkness is. It's difficult to guard our eyes. In the culture that we live in so much is coming at you and I visually but we have to understand this if we don't guard our eyes eventually we're going to have a spiritual heart attack you gotta guard what you watch here's the question you have to ask yourself how much of the secular am I going to allow into my life all of us have to think about that because what we allow into our eyes goes into our heart. So, so, so what are you going to watch on television? You have to think about that. So well, what movies are you going to watch? What movies are you going to stream on television? What, what movies are you going to go to? You have to think because what you allow in your eyes goes to your heart. You, you have to think about what are you going to look at on social media? What, what are you going to look at on Facebook or on Instagram or some other social media outlet? What, what are you going to allow into your eyes? When you're on the Internet, what are you going to Google? What, what are you going to be looking at? What sites are you going to be pulling up? When you're on your phone, what are you going to be looking at on the Internet? You have to ask yourself that question. What am I going to allow into my eyes? Because it will impact your heart. And some of you are wondering why does my heart not want to please God? Why is my heart not hungry towards God? Why is my heart so after the world? Because what you allow in your eyes is impacting your heart. And the dog you feed the most is going to be the one that's the most hungry. And if you feed the secular dog, the secular Secular dog's gonna run your life. It's springtime. Spring is amongst us, and everybody's breaking out their spring outfits out the closet. And some of you need to leave them there. 
because you're not helping. Walking around with clothes on to here, all tight. Your dress and shirt down to here. Some of you brothers think y'all Rico Suave too. Shirt all the way down to you. It's not just men that lust. You women can take two and three looks too. All I'm saying is you got to guard your eyes. This is something I have to do. I got to think about. I got to work on. And for your pastor, I just decided, I just got to limit how much of the secular I take in. And so for my wife and I, we, we just rarely watch a rated R movie. We're not religious. We just go, we got to guard what we put in our hearts. And so we just, we just limit what we watch and what we're going to watch, what we're going to allow into our home. I don't have social media on my phone. I'm not more spiritual than you. I just know how much I got to guard my heart. And I don't really want to see your Facebook post. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your neighbor two rows down from you. Because they be posting some stuff. Not you. Not you. I'm not talking about you. It's your neighbor two down, rows down. Or they post some stuff. I don't want to see your post. They are not life-giving. They are negative. You are mean. You are divisive. You keep posting your pictures half naked. I don't want to see you half naked. Preach, pastor. I'm trying. I'm just saying, I just got to guard my eyes and Instagram. I'm not more spiritual than you. I just know I've got to, I know Herbert Cooper and I got to guard my eyes. I just listen to Christian music. And the, the reason I do that, I'm not so spiritual, so religious. I just know I don't need images in my mind that are not helping me grow closer to God. So I just guard. I just, I just, I pump in Christian music into my mind. Now, now when Tiffany and I are alone, we will play some songs. I'm leaving it at that. That's, the rest of that's none of your business. The rest of that is none of your business. But we do know how to play some songs we like. Amen. And moving right along. I'm saying to you, you got to guard your eyes because what comes into your eyes goes into your heart and can cause you to have a spiritual heart attack. Number four is this. Number four is this. How do we guard our heart? He says this above all else, guard your heart. How do we do that? Number four, guard your steps. Guard your steps. In, in Proverbs chapter 4, that, that very next verse, we just read verse 25, now verse 26, he tells us how to guard our hearts. He says, give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. The book of Proverbs says so much about the path that we take. Spiritual heart attacks take place because people get on the wrong path. He says the same thing in chapter four, just several verses earlier, beginning in verse number 10. He says, listen, my son, listen, listen, pay attention, accept what I say. And the years of your life will be many. In other words, your life will not be cut short. You will not have a spiritual heart attack. Verse 11, I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Listen, the paths you and I allow our feet to take will determine the condition of our heart. 
And people get off the right path and get on the wrong path. And it leads to trouble. And one of the enemy's biggest tricks is to get us to take one or two steps on the wrong path. And then we justify it. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm my way down there. Just a couple of steps. But, but you're on the wrong path. And, and that leads to, to your spiritual arteries clogging up. And, and so here's what, here's what Proverbs teaches. It's so powerful what Proverbs teaches us. Proverbs teaches us don't even put one foot on the path. Don't even step on the wrong path. Notice this in Proverbs chapter 40. He goes on to say in verse number 14, he says, do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Here's what part you say, pastor, how do I avoid a spiritual heart attack? Here's what he says in verse number 15, avoid it. Don't even put one. Some of you think, well, I can put a foot. I'm so strong. I'm so spiritual. Pastor, you're just way too weak. If you were spiritual like me, you could go a couple of steps down that path. He says, no, 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 no. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. And yet so many people start traveling on it. Start taking some steps. Start going that direction. Some of you are on that road. Some of you are halfway down that road. Some of you today are two-thirds down the road. And here's what he goes on to say in the scripture in verse 15. If you find yourself way down that wrong path, he says, turn from it and go on your way. Get on the right path. Today is your day to turn from it, to turn from it. Some of you are going down that path, and some of you it's with negative relationships or negative friendships that are pulling you away from God's plan for your life. You're on the wrong path. Some of you, it's, it's the music that you're listening to. It's the, it's the television shows and movies you're watching and, and you just never thought about the condition of your heart is so impacted. But what you allow in your eyes and your ears and, and you're thinking, I'm, I'm way down a wrong path. What I'm pumping into my mind, I just had no clue that it was going to impact my heart in such a way. And you're, you're, on a, you're on a path some of you, it's a dating relationship. You're, you're dating and you're in, engaging in sex outside of marriage and, and you're, you're, on a, you're on a path. and it's, it's, not, it's not God's preferred plan for your life. And, and you got to make a decision. Do I, do I get on the right path or do I stay on the wrong path? So some of you, you're, you're married and you're flirting with somebody that's not your spouse. And you're thinking, but pastor, it's just a little innocent flirt, but you're taking a step in the wrong direction. You're, you're on a wrong path. Some of you, it's, it's the social media that you're allowing into your mind. It's what you're looking at on the internet that's impacting your life. Some of you, it's the environments that you go to. You're, you're at the party. You're, you're at the club. You just keep surrounding yourself in the wrong environment. You're going down the wrong path. And today is your day to say, I don't want my spiritual arteries to get clogged up and to have a spiritual heart attack and my life to implode. I've got to get on the right 
path. It's all throughout Proverbs, Proverbs 4, Proverbs 5, Proverbs 6, Proverbs 7, Proverbs 8. You just, it's a theme. You got to get on the right path. You got to get on the right path. Matter of fact, even at the end of Proverbs, the, the last several chapters, he's still driving home the point. Get on the right path. Proverbs 23 and verse 19 says this. Listen, my son, if you haven't heard me in chapter 4 and in chapter 5 and chapter 6 and chapter 7 and chapter 10 and chapter 15, hopefully by chapter 23, listen, my son, and be wise and set your heart on the right path. Because the path that you take will affect the condition of your heart. And there have been many times in my life that I've been on the wrong path. I could tell you story after story. One of them in college, dating a girl. She's a Christian, I'm a Christian. But, but I knew I was on the wrong path. I, I had a check in my heart. I, I knew this wasn't right. And I had to make a tough decision to get off the wrong path and to get on the right path that God had for my life. People's Church. Above all else, the most important thing in your life, above all else, guard your heart because everything flows from it.